Welcome to the Highlands College Podcast, where we try and find out about interesting things by talking to interesting people. Enjoy. Okay, so um, uh, welcome to another episode of the Highlands College Podcast. Today I'm uh, joined by uh, Drina Collins, who's an assistant principal at the college uh, and also a published author. Um, also with me is uh, Paul Bison, English lecturer, and I'm Paul Spencer, uh, IT lecturer and professional geek. Um, so, uh, Drina, you're a, a published author. Is that that's correct, isn't it? Yes, I yeah. am. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, how how did you get into creative writing? Um, so it's one of those things, um, probably like a lot of people were in primary school and through school and things like that, you know. Some people, like myself, would have the preference to do the creative task if you had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd always enjoyed writing and I did do it, chose a, an optional module during my degree mm-hmm. of uh, creative writing, mm-hmm. which was taught by um, Patricia Dunker, who then herself went on to become an award-winning novelist. So that, that was great experience, but then mm-hmm. I only did it in... Um, stops and starts after that for the mm-hmm. next sort of 10, 20 years, did the odd little bit. Yeah. Um, but about um, three, four years ago, I kind of took a, an active decision to be more structured and organised about it mm-hmm. and to take a sort of coordinated approach and started writing. I set myself a target of writing a story a, a week, mm-hmm. which was quite an ambitious target, but it was good for me because it got right. me in the habit. Mm-hmm. So it's taken off from there. Right. So when you say story a week, were you thinking in terms of, so I'm thinking from from like our audience point of view, student point of view, mm-hmm. a lot of things are written in word count. And so uh, yeah. was that something that you gave yourself or was it literally just let's get a story, start, middle, end by the end of the week? Or was it a short story? Was it a... So I started writing short stories and mm-hmm. at that stage it was all about what the idea was and I didn't really have a concept of, mm-hmm. of word count but it would be somewhere between two and 4,000 words. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the reason that I did short stories actually was because that was achievable and I felt I could produce something, I'd get it done in a week, it was all mm-hmm. mine, I'd finished it. Whereas yeah. the idea of attempting a book or a novel or something was yeah. really overwhelming. Yeah. So I do think shorter pieces are a great way to start. You've got a great mm-hmm. sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. And then since then, whenever I've got any period where I'm struggling to write or I've got difficulty or I feel like I've got kind of a bit of a block with it mm-hmm. or I haven't written for ages, and now I write really short pieces sometimes and I'll set myself mm-hmm. a specific word count, 100 words, piece of flash fiction, they call that, right. or micro fiction, okay. or 200 words. And that's quite fun because um, you can kind of force yourself to edit and get it down to that yeah. short word count. And you can do that in such a short period, yeah. but then feel at the end of it like that piece of work is mine that's I wrote that I've achieved that and it's not often you get to experience that in life you've done something completely on your own and produced something that's your own wow okay that's great and and so when so you've been doing it for a while you've been you've Mm. been you've been interested in 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 creative writing for for a long time and then you've actually started the process of of producing content um and being are you always happy with the content or is it does it go through you know a lot of reviews or once you're done is it done and then maybe you go back to it or um i i don't follow the um kind of accepted 
principles which right. people have around it that okay. you should just write. A lot of people say you should just write, just write, just mm-hmm. n- knock it out because if you stop and you hesitate, you'll lose the flow. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work for me personally mm-hmm. and I think you need to do whatever works for you. So okay. I will I will write and I edit a lot as I go. Mm-hmm. Um, if I take a break, I then go back and I read from the beginning and I edit again. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time I get to the end, it's quite finished. Right. And I've done a lot of thinking and mulling mm-hmm. it over as well before I even start. So. Yeah. For me, a lot of it's finished. You have to accept some of it's going to be rubbish, and then you just put it in the folder that <laughs> says "Do not use." I've got a folder that says. <laughs> really? Can I just ask? Are you one of these writers that that, that gets inspiration at any point of the day, twenty four seven, and will stop yeah. and write it down, or do you? I, s- yeah, yeah, I do do that. Um, but um, so I have lists on my phone, even of words right. that people have said that I've, I've thought, "Oh, I haven't heard that word for ages," and right. that makes me think of such and such. I make little lists, mm-hmm. and sometimes. That will just inspire me to to think of something. A lot of ideas come when you are occupied in really mundane things. Mm-hmm. So like if you were a student cycling to college or yeah. if you're sat on the bus or mm-hmm. you're doing the dishes or something like that, mm-hmm. that's when you kind of can switch off a little bit and yeah. that's when the ideas start to come often. But I do have to grab a, a note. I've got loads of random notes on my phone that, you know, if you look back through them, some of them are complete gibberish. Like, yeah. and with, with the word count things, I know certainly students yeah. struggle sometimes if you say you have to write 200 words yeah. on a topic. Mm. The temptation can be um, that the, the word count becomes the most important oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And so if you're writing a short piece of, of yeah. fiction of 100 words, how hard is it for you to kind of you know, kind of shake off the hundred words, or is it constantly there? Eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. You know. Um, I'll have it in the back of my mind to begin with, but I'm not counting the words first time round. Sure. So I've got an. I know now what that looks like roughly on the page, yeah. but often though I write it and then I check the words and it's like hundred and eighty nine. I think, oh god, I thought it was much shorter than that. Yeah. Um, um, it's good for me because it makes me craft my writing to mm. be able to edit and cut it down because then you start thinking did I really need that very in there and some yeah. of the weaker words get chopped out but if I ended up with a piece of 150 words and I'd yeah. intended it to be 100 but it was a great piece well that's fine you know brilliant mm. so you know it's not it's not all about the word count but it, the reason that's good is because one it can be achievable if it's short and and two it can help you to edit and make sure you've done a really good piece mm-hmm. so um was it did it take a while for you to get how did you get did you get the confidence to show your writing to people immediately or was it something that you did and put away and then kept doing or what was the process in then mm. going from enjoying the process of creating writing yeah uh creative writing to then i, I want people to read this yeah. was there was there a moment where you went this is this is cool. I want to. I want other people to see it. Or was it a, a gradual thing? Or was it a conscious decision? Or so um, there was a couple of people that I might share things with. Mm-hmm. I've got a friend um, who lives in the UK who WhatsApps me all the time, and she might say, "What are you doing?" And I would talk about a story, and she'd mm-hmm. say, "Oh, send it to me," because she was commuting from right. for like over an hour each way to yeah. L- London. So mm-hmm. she used to read them and, and message me. But the big thing for me was, um, personally, I got right into entering competitions. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons I did it is because it gave me um, the deadlines. (laughs) Um, And it's hard to set your own deadlines internally. Um, But if you know, you've got to get it done and ready and send it off by a certain deadline. And sometimes they gave you themes, which then gave you, made you think about an idea. Mm -hmm. And um, so I started entering competitions. And the point that I kind of 
launched launched it publicly mm -hmm. was when I had been shortlisted in a competition. Wow. And then I, then I made my secret Facebook page live right. and had something to talk about because you feel like a bit of a fraud or, or a wally, you know, sort of saying like, a, oh, I'm a writer, if you've got no kind of nothing tangible to talk about. So mm -hmm. the fact that I knew I'd been shortlisted in a competition yeah. made me feel kind of... Um, a bit more like I had had a, a right to talk about right. it, but actually, really, that's artificial, and you know, I I, I don't really believe that now. No. But at the time, that's what made me Gave start a, making it public, like a little bit of validation. Yes, to be able someone to external and... who didn't know me had said it was good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so that's that's a big. I mean, that's a big thing in terms of. Mm. I suppose you know we we've spoke about um, you know in in previous podcasts about you know. The amount of time it takes to get good at something, mm. and and the there there has to be a spark and a love to want to do yeah. these things, um, and then I suppose then once you've got that, putting it out there, so creating the good content, mm. uh, and then having the belief that your content's go well, first of yeah. all good enough to enter into a competition, um, is is a big big step, mm. and then getting the you know the the validation that actually people are enjoying this it's being shortlisted that's really that's really great and then so from there did that did that that fuel then that fueled you to do more and more mm -hmm. were you were you entering more competitions and, and things initially like that? it was mm -hmm. a lot of competitions mm -hmm. um and I would share if I'd been shortlisted or, mm -hmm. or um, sometimes they will publish you online and that's good or yeah. even in a book I've had a few published in anthologies when I've had so an anthology being a collection that's from lots of different writers, mm -hmm. um, when I had been longlisted or shortlisted in a competition, sometimes they will then produce a book right. with your story in it. And that's a great, easy way to say, I'm now published. Yeah. Someone else has published me. Yeah. Um, but, but also I would say, though, once you start sharing publicly with people, um, most people are really nice mm -hmm. and most people are really supportive, enthusiastic. Yeah. And will support your dreams and your ideas. Very few people. I've had very little negative feedback, mm. criticism, nasty yeah. comments, anything like that. Yeah. Most people are, will are really up for it if they think that you're going to follow something that's like your dream or your passion. Right. So, I would say maybe not to hesitate as much as I did because you'll find that most people are supportive about right. it. That's really cool. Uh, that's that's brilliant, and that's I suppose that's that's nice to hear. Is you know once you because you will kind of put your heart and soul into mm. any creative project you know because you, it's it's always going to be a bit of bit of you in these in these processes yeah. if we could just ask you about your social media presence as well because yeah. you're pretty active on social media yeah. and that's quite a, a vital part of any creative endeavor mm. um it's kind of getting yourself seen and heard yeah what, what lessons have you learned over the past couple of years with regards online presence um you need i think to to pick and choose you mm -hmm. can't possibly do everything um so i mean i'm not on tiktok and i feel like i should be because people talk about book talk all the time <laughs> nice. um but i've only just kind of really established myself very well on on instagram and you're like mm -hmm. oh now there's a new one you know? yeah um so maybe picking a couple of social media um, platforms that are right for the kind of audience the kind of people that might want to read what you write mm -hmm. There, that that's so. The different um, social media platforms have different age groups of yes. people who like them. Um, so I would say pick a couple. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to be really um, consistent about mm. what you do um, and patient because, yeah. um, like, naturally, organically growing your numbers of people that follow you is not a quick thing. Um, and um, be careful about. Um, you do get an awful lot of scammers and people messaging you and 
you know, mm-hmm. trying to get you to pay to promote stuff with them yeah. or, um, you know, or to pay to buy reviews of what they do and stuff like that and just avoid all of that. Yeah. I just have a, an, um, uh, I have got a, an automatic reply on my Instagram that says I don't check my <laughs> messages right. because I've had so many, um, you know, um, mm-hmm. random people telling me that I'm beautiful or, or people trying to sell me things. Right. Um, so a lot of that, I, I you have to be pick and choose, yes. you know. Um, and and also because they're strangers, you do mm. get the odd person who's less supportive and pleasant yeah. than you would get um, within Facebook, which is the oldies platform, which is you know where I started mm. mine. Um, I've never had any nasty comments because mm. a lot of those are acquaintances and friends and family. Yeah. Whereas you start going on Twitter and Instagram and other other platforms, um, I've had a lot more strangers involved. So yeah. you do get the odd silly comment. But, yeah, it's supposed to keep the. The eye on the on the broader spectrum of, yeah. you know, of things, and and realizing that you know actually that you, it, as long as you remain focused on the pro the process and and what you're trying to achieve, yeah. and, and not letting those anomalies kind of kick you back a little bit. And it's remembering that it's a professional. You're doing it in a professional way, in inverted mm-hmm. commas. It's not a personal profile. So I've obviously got personal profiles on mm-hmm. social media, which are locked down, and you know I've yep. got all my security and privacy settings on. But my my Facebook page is public because mm-hmm. it's the page you would use if you if you ran a restaurant or if you, you know were selling a, something on a business. Yep. And likewise, my Instagram is public and it's mm-hmm. a it's a professional page. I don't talk about myself really very much at all. Only the odd little thing. Mm-hmm. It's all about my writing, and I've been very consistent about that. Mm-hmm. Because um, I wanted to separate my personal and professional, but also I want to put out a platform that people, they know what they're getting. Mm -hmm. That's why they follow it, because, you know, they're not going to randomly get a photo of of my sandwich in the middle of a feed that's all about writing, you know. So um, just remembering that you're using it in a professional Mm way. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And it it ties in with the, there is, you know, we do, there is that professionalism around the art to mm. to promote it if mm. you want people to read it if you want it to be if you want it to be heard yeah um it's also the risk of overdoing it isn't it you know mm. I, I, my some of my social media feeds you get writers who yeah. every single day spamming you yeah. with stuff and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a delicate balance between Absolutely. self-promotion and just you yeah. know going on and on i know i've got which i have to say you do very well. <laughs> you Absolutely. do go on and on, no? <laughs> no, 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 you do very well. Now, at the moment, though, I've got because you can schedule posts on a lot of these apps, so you can yeah. prepare them and get them ready to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done that on my my Facebook to go out every day, but that's only because I've got something about to to publish. Normally, right. I would only do it. Um, I count how many posts I've put up on my Instagram, and I make sure I've not put it up. So I don't put up something mm. about my book or my writing more than once a week, really. Yeah. I think it's, if it's newsworthy, you know, if something's yeah. happening, then that's justified. Yes. If it's just a re- repetitive buy yeah. this, buy this, that's when yeah. it tends to get draining, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, I suppose again, it's it, like writing; it's engaging content. Uh, yeah. it, it, you know, the story itself, you put a lot of time to be engaging, and then mm. you know, it's then. The surrounding materials and and promotion should also be. I like engaged. all that as well, though. You see, because right. I quite I'm a bit arty and I like um, design and things. So, I've spent a lot of time on um, on learning different apps that I can mm-hmm. use to to edit quotes or to mm-hmm. to you know kind of Photoshop different images and things like that and do kind of promos. They call them mm-hmm. teasers if you do an yeah. extract from your book, mm-hmm. um, or to use my book cover and put it in a new yeah. image and. 
um, things like that. I, I, I quite enjoy doing those kinds yeah. of things. That's not a big chore to me. Yeah. Um, I've done them for other people as well yeah. because you kind of, once you start getting in the habit, you get quite quick at it, yeah. you know. Um, so that's that's not bad for me, but some people I know find it a real irritation that yeah. they have to do a bit of self-promotion and marketing and social media and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so um, to... You, you mentioned that you you've got a, something being published upcoming. Mm. Is that a is it a, is it a full book story? Um, is it a short story in a in a in an anthology? What's what? So, so things that I, I've had published in the past, some things through um, other other mm. books, as I said, and online, I've had mm. things published, and then I've self published um, some collections of short stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, which you can do easily through Amazon, mm -hmm. and anyone can do through Amazon. It's mm -hmm. a bit fiddly, mm -hmm. the process, but it's not it's not really hard per mm -hmm. se. Um, but um, the one that I've got coming now is um, I'm calling it a micro collection. I don't even know if that's an actual term, but it's a very yeah. short book, very yeah. short book yeah. <laughs> of six short stories, some okay. of which are quite short. Mm -hmm. um, it's just enough to kind of get into the paperback sort of right. uh, range um, of six short stories. Mm -hmm. um, it's called um, Six Short Stories of Strength and Survival is mm -hmm. the, the tagline of it. Um, so um, that's coming out um, next week. But previously I've had longer collections of stories mm -hmm. that I've pulled together and mm -hmm. and then I've done one which combines all of them. And you know, They say you should try and keep consistently and keep, mm -hmm. keep putting things out sort of mm -hmm. every so often. So what, what, what interests you? What's, what makes you write? What do you like writing about? So my stories are mostly about kind of... Um, everyday people and the kind of challenges that that we all experience mm -hmm. um, but they seem enormous to us you mm -hmm. know so they're about things like um, like family breakup or mm -hmm. um, you know those kinds of sorts mm -hmm. of challenges that, that people have so they're all they're mostly rather contemporary modern stories modern setting mm -hmm. kind of roughly around you know this part of the world mm -hmm. um, and um, I try to write, though, from different character perspectives. So I've got some from the point of view of children, some, you know, men, women, mm. elderly people. I've done ones about um, about dementia and things like that. So mm. the kind of challenges that we would all come across, mm -hmm. and they're very character-based about the person and their experience. Mm -hmm. And you always have to try and make sure that they're not all really depressing them because, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> there are happy things happen to people as well. Yeah. So I try and make sure that I throw in uh, um, some stories about, you know, mm -hmm. um, people, I don't know, there might be... Um, kind of keep missing each other yeah. and there's a reader you're thinking oh I need them to meet up and then you know it all comes yeah. together nicely so I try and do some sort of happy endings as well but they're about characters and mm -hmm. and challenges and sort of those kinds of issues excellent um, I suppose it's quite this journey's been quite a long mm. a long journey with different you know it, it, you can from the conversation it started with you know entering the competitions mm. gaining some recognition keeping on with the craft as yeah. well uh, until you get to this point and then you know once you've finished this one and the promotions mm. done I, I mean are you already writing the mm. next one I am yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually at the moment I have got a um I've got a novel that I wrote last year mm -hmm. um which it's bizarre because I'm normally really organized and, and on it and very kind of um Systematic, but because mm. of what what last year was like for everybody, mm. I wrote it then, and I haven't really done anything with mm. it, so that's not been published. Mm -hmm. um, so the intention was to send that to um, agents and get mm -hmm. that one published mm -hmm. differently through a publishing house. So I've got that sitting on the back burner mm. that I need to go back to. But I've actually been writing a um, a new novel, but um, 
it's completely different from the rest of my writing. Mm. So I'm looking at publishing that under under a pen name. So mm-hmm. not as Drina Collins, but as a. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to tell you who. Yeah. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> <else>. Full Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take the accolades. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. It's kind of chick litty commercial sort of thing. So right. I thought I'd try something lighter yeah. and different and. Um, and see how that is because short stories are quite a niche small market Mm -hmm. and my stories tend to be um, a bit serious and gritty and Mm -hmm. all of that so I I wanted to try my hand at something different so um, and that actually is coming out really easily so just this week I've written 10,000 words of it wow yeah just really easy so um, fingers crossed I shouldn't say that what (laughs) will happen next week I don't know yeah (laughs) yeah on the on that uh, and one of the things that um, you know, with with people in any sort of art, is the prolificness mm. um, that people people run through. I mean, so, some writers are tremendously pr- uh, prolific, and others, you know, if you if you're still waiting on the Game of Thrones final book, oh, you know, yeah. like, um, um, one of the I guess the challenges for people getting into um, a craft or an art like this is, you know the time how mm-hmm. how do you how do you find the time you know do you do you specifically set time aside to write down the notes that you've gathered because it sounds like whenever inspiration takes you write something down mm-hmm. and then you've do you set aside a certain amount of time during your week to then revisit it um Yes, but it's a combination. Mm-hmm. So I will, I'll consciously often on a Saturday morning, I'll write. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that that's a time that, that I can usually write. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't just hold it to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, if I'm in the zone and I'm in the flow with mm-hmm. it, I'll be writing at any moment that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'll be hopping on for even for 15 minutes because mm-hmm. I want to get it out of my system. Yeah. Um, I think you have to accept it's going to be time consuming mm-hmm. um, but also the more that you do it the easier it gets it yes. becomes a routine you get quicker at everything your typing's quicker everything's mm-hmm. quicker so um, once you get over the awkward process of the first sort of maybe couple of months mm-hmm. uh, it'll all start to it just fits into your life because mm-hmm. it's what you do yeah. it's you know it's like effectively my hobby and work at the mm-hmm. same time and I just and I just do it so there have been times when I've spent all day writing um, mm-hmm. But often there'll be weeks when it's just, you know, 20 minutes here and there because yeah. people have got responsibilities or, or yeah. social life or whatever it is yeah. you need to do. So um, so it's a combination of both. I have to be quite st- structured. Mm-hmm. I think if I didn't make myself write at least once a week, mm-hmm. quickly it could start to unravel. Yes. Um, so I, I do have that at the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. I've got to do it on a Saturday if I've not had much time. Mm-hmm. But also I fit it in. You know yes. where I can elbow it in, and that uh, I guess that's a that's a running theme um, we've seen. You know, okay. r- with, with these conversations, of people that are getting good at something have that air. It is there is an air of like you know professionalism around it, even though it is you know mm. an art. It is a creative process. It is like you said, a hobby, and now something that mm. you know. Um, you, you've carved out a, a career path with it mm. as well, but it is that structure and that that mindfulness of knowing I want to do this now. I need to do it here, mm. and setting aside some time and, and and being disciplined as well. Yeah. Um. And that's that's something that you know for for someone starting out on this journey, it seems like a major barrier, but it can be achieved. Um. But you've got to make sacrifices as well haven't you, you can't do and I kind of think that discipline makes it easier as well 
Mm-hmm. Um, so in the beginning, I had all spreadsheets and all sorts, and I would be tracking what I'd entered into things and mm-hmm. how many words I'd done and how many, how much I'd written and all sorts. Yeah. And now when I look at that, my my folders and everything are much more chaotic because mm-hmm. it, that structure's in my head now and in right. my you know and in my life. Yeah. But at the beginning, it really helped me to have mm-hmm. a I'm going to do it for this long. I'm going to do one story. I'm going to try um, or I might try and write this many words yeah. because I needed to get in the habit. And mm-hmm. but once you're in the habit, yeah. you can start breaking the rules because you know you know. You know mm-hmm. what you're doing, or right? That make, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. It's, it's that repetition, and then yeah. it becomes second nature. Mm. Awesome, awesome. That's really cool. So, uh, a question that is is sometimes a bit more tricky. So, when you first started, if you had to give yourself kind of one bit of actionable advice that you know now, mm-hmm. but would have been really useful when you started, what what would it be? Um, I would say that you shouldn't wait for the right time mm-hmm. because there's never a right time. Mm-hmm. The time's now. It's never going to be a better time. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that sticks in my head is that I read, um, you know, a little meme or whatever that mm-hmm. you get on the internet that said, a year from now, you'll have wished you started today. And mm-hmm. I always think, yeah, just do it because you're going to wait until, you know, <laughs> I didn't start writing my stories properly and systematically till I was in my early 40s. Mm-hmm. But I was writing from, you know, from before I was a teenager. Right. So um, actually, why did I? Why did I wait? Why yeah. did I not um, just get on with it? Because I am, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would probably be further along in my journey, mm-hmm. and I haven't regretted doing any of it. So you know, don't don't put it in the long grass and think, oh, you know, I can't do it now, or I'm too young, or I'm too busy, or mm-hmm. no one else is doing it, or whatever. Just mm-hmm. if you want to do it, just go for it. Because the earlier you start, the easier it'll be. That's brilliant. That's that's great advice. That's great advice. Um, just a, again quickly, what what what's the name of the um the book that's coming out? <laughs> it's called She Had Met Liars Before. Okay, and where mm-hmm. people are likely to be able to to have a look at that? Well, it's on it's on Amazon. You can get it on um, ebook or paperback. Um, but it, I mean, you can get it on other platforms, sort of online. Excellent. as well yeah okay there's lots of other good books out there as well yes just you know put in a little plug there that's also, very cheap because it's little it's there we go book. so it's very affordable as well 79p in there, ebook there we go that's brilliant i mean thank you so much for your for your time it's been very enlightening um you know hearing about the different facets the journey and and you know things like the discipline and and things like that and, and the spark that gets gets you to do it as well it's good fun that's what i hope the message is it's good fun. yeah awesome great thank you very much Trina. thanks Trina. all right thank awesome. you brilliant